This podcast is dedicated in loving memory and tribute to Judy Roth, Ashley Berg, and Bennett White. Radio, a podcast about cycling, health, music, art, and transformation. With your hosts, Greg Roth and Dave the Rocket Richter. Hello, everybody. It's been a while. Welcome back to the swarm. I'm Greg. And I'm Rocket. And this is We Ride Why Radio, the first episode in, I don't know, a long time. <laughs> 2023 at least. Yeah, it's the first one in 2023. <laughs> it's been a while, but you know, Rocket, we talked about this last year. It is hard to do this on a regular basis during race season, especially with your schedule. And we're going to talk about it. And plus all the mm-hmm. other stuff that we have going on. The last year has been all about change. And I guess, Rocket, we could call this the reset episode. Yeah, I'm with you. It totally is. That's that's pretty accurate. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, so folks that don't know, and there's a lot, believe it or not, Rocket, there's a lot of people that don't know that you don't live in Seattle anymore. No, no. And uh, I can see why. I kind of, you know, it, it just happened. It happened. That's you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I live in Kentucky now. I live in the south. Southeast, yeah. for sure. Rocket and Jennifer and Wolfie, who's now four, just celebrated his birthday, and he's going to be quite the athlete, all moved to Kentucky, and you created a brand new training facility in Kentucky, of all places. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it right now on the video. It's a gym. It, it's massive. And, and it's really what you've always what you've wanted to do with Fount, but you really couldn't mm-hmm. do here. It wasn't workable. But tell me in the audience, what prompted you, the, the story, what prompted you to move to Kentucky? Yeah, well, it wasn't planned for sure. And it was just kind of a step thing. You know, we uh, it, I guess it all started at Jennifer. Jennifer went to school and uh, went to college in eastern Kentucky and she had a reunion uh, a cross country reunion, cross country track reunion. She ran cross country and track in college, and they had a reunion with the coaches and the players. You know, and uh, and uh, that was planned along with she had a family thing in Indiana, so she was going to kind of do them both. And uh, generally, that's something I'm not very interested in going to. <laughs> but <laughs> she asked me thing. if I wanted to go. I mean, and I was like, yeah. And I mean, that was the first chance. Like, usually I don't go to that type of thing. But right. I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. So we went to Kentucky. And, That's being uh, a good t- husband, man. Team player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, uh, we were looking for a bigger place in Seattle. You know, we kind of outgrown the mm-hmm. studio, the home yeah. studio here in Seattle and Ballard. So we were, uh, we, we were thinking about selling our place and uh, getting a, a bigger place in Seattle. So we were actively looking and uh, when you're actively looking, you know, Redfin can be uh, addicting. You're, you're looking oh, yeah. at, like, you know, the houses, like, Ooh, yeah. look what's available. And uh, when we were in Kentucky, we were just both kind of like, well, let's see what we can get in Kentucky just for fun, you know. And in the back of our minds, we thought about a second house on the East Coast or, you know, the Southeast or yeah. Midwest, somewhere in the East where we can actually have a, a service course for the cars, you know, the van, big boy and the right. car. Cause we drive across country so many times. Mm-hmm. It'd been nice to have a, a place where we can kind of like post up and, and live at least part of the year. So we were actually thinking about a second house and, uh, we looked up in Kentucky where we can get, we were just blown away. Mm-hmm. You know, we looked at two houses and 
we kind of impulsively just pulled the trigger. You know, this one had a, it's a beautiful, you know, 1900 Victorian home, but a huge yard and, and, uh, and a big barn out back where we can do the service course and the gym and, you know, the fitting and everything. And, um, you know, the idea of bringing up Wolfie, you know, in the country kind of out of town was really cool too, with some space where I can, uh, I mean, yeah, 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 exactly. We got, I got a baseball, uh, net for him now and a tee, you know, we got room to actually, you know, he could ride his bike in the backyard. It was like, yeah. So anyway, we did it. And then we, but we, we only, you know, we thought of it as a second house, you know, like, well, how, how long are we going to spend in Seattle? How long are we going to spend in Kentucky? And, uh, ultimately, you know, our house sold in Seattle at the time and we had already moved our stuff here and we were just like, you know what, this is our new home, you know? So, (laughs) I mean, I always call, you know, Seattle home and I'll, you know, we'll always visit and, you know, maybe eventually we'll have a, uh, a second home or a summer home in Seattle, you know, oh, when it's, when it's the best, you know, like oh, right, right now, you right know, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From July, Dude. July through September, you know, uh, no, this is year, the best place on the su- planet. No, this year, <laughs> summer started in May. We, yeah, so that down. means October's going to suck for you. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know, man. I mean, I love we all love the, the great weather, but then it's like, okay, what's fire season going to be like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a big change, you know. I mean, like, yeah. I can't even explain the change, you know. It's like mm. I would have never guessed I had moved to Kentucky, you know, and uh, but it's just so different. It works. Yeah. And, and it's just like a new challenge, you know. It's like. Yeah. We, I know no one here, you know, when we moved here, I know no roads, Yeah. but you know, these, uh, yeah, just building it. And the roads here are amazing. You know, I know I've I actually, see the photos on Instagram. I've ridden all over the world and somehow this place got missed, mm. you know? And, uh, I think it's just cause there's not a big cycling community here, but mm. I think that's about to change. You're so. creating it. Now. I think, I think that's really cool rocket because you've accomplished, I mean, honestly, I think of Seattle and what you've accomplished or what you built with Fountain, what you've accomplished as a professional, what you've accomplished as a coach. I mean, Veronica, yours is a great example, a, a crown jewel of right. a great achievement. So mm-hmm. what's the next challenge? What's the next thing? Well, creating something from nothing in a whole new area that doesn't I mean, doesn't have cycling. You don't have what we have in Seattle. And you get yeah, to build it. it. You know, so I, I feel like this whole move, you know, the impulse of it and just doing it and, you know, like not really knowing – was super healthy for me because mm. it's almost like you jumped in the fire, the frying pan, you know, like, uh, oh, it, yeah. it made, it made me think about my business. And is it, is this really what I want to do? Is this the direction that we're going in? Are we, are we doing the right thing here? You know, just to sort of reset and, and, you know, like a great opportunity to change it. Right. Like if you're going to do something yeah. different, like, you know, you can start fresh here. It's like you're, yeah. you're, it's an open, open book. It's a, yeah. Canvas, so, yeah. man, blank canvas to paint on and you're very creative yeah. and, and you're, an yeah. Innovator. So I mean, yeah. well, there's things that I love and that won't go away. You know, I just want to, you know, get better at them. And this is an opportunity to, to figure out how to do that, you know? Mm. And, uh, so yeah, so that's what we're in the process of, you know, this, this, uh, as awesome as this barn is now, we're going to do some remodeling, insulate it and make wow. it, you know, more, worthy in the winter time yep. so guys like greg roth when they come here in the winter to visit they yeah, i'm they gonna can, come we could do oh dude it's it's great i, uh, I want yeah. everybody to come you know i yeah. i want to come i mean well first of all we're going to talk about the film later but i want to sh- i want to do a little private showing in kentucky i want to come stay at your oh. place and go out and ride on those roads man because i've been looking at your photos and i from the midwest and i know this is in the midwest it's more the south but it reminds me a lot of what i grew up with you know, and that yeah. vibe and, yeah. and it, and just that space and, and 
discovering new roads and and it's all it's like right i think it's got to be kind of um well it's a reset but it's also a recharge right it is it is yeah, yeah it is and uh, you know it's it, it's uh I, I well i just had a guy down here today did a physio from uh, he drove down from cincinnati oh wow and uh yeah, and uh, he he drove down here. We did the physio, and then afterwards he wanted to do a little ride. Did an hour ride, and I gave him a route. And uh, he came back from the route. I was like, "How was the ride?" And he's like, "I just got off the phone with my wife. We want to move here." Like, wow. <laughs> so I mean, it really is that nice. Dude, and maybe I, I'll move I, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Well, in today's world, you know, it's like everything is becoming pretty remote. You know, it's, it's, been a, it's becoming becoming a small world. But this little gem is uh, yeah. is really great for bike riding. You know, it it looks great, and I love um, folks go to Fount Cycling and David the Rocket Richter's Instagram if you want to get a flavor and a taste of kind of what, yeah. what he gets to experience because it is amazing. Like, I actually, I forgot to text you. I wrote the text. I forgot to send it, but I said, you know, next year I'm coming out to nice. Like, I'm nice. out in yeah. spring or the, and just experience that and do some training and, and ride places I never rode. And, and we can well, and do the was, podcast there too as well. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. and that's what, you know, this was uh, the whole idea of this house. It's it's bigger than we need right now. You know, it's just the three of us here, you know, and we have a whole, uh, we have two bed, like lots of extra rooms. So it's built for guests, you know, and, uh, we've even, uh, you know, that's kind of the, one of the new things that we can offer. It's almost like a bed and breakfast type that's, offering. That's so brilliant. for people out of town like, yeah. or, or from, from Seattle that are visiting, you know, they, they make a whole weekend of it. You know, you can come and, you know, you sleep here and we give you, you know, we feed you. Yeah, well, that's 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 the whole uh, the beauty of being here is like it is an open uh, open book, you know, and and there's th these new things that we can do and things that we couldn't necessarily do in Seattle, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, I gotta say on a personal note, like when when you said you were moving, I I it was sad for me because I live mm -hmm. in Fremont and and you live in you were in Ballard, so it's like you know you're just down the street, and so yeah. I always kind of took comfort in knowing that hey, Rocket and Jennifer are down the street, you know, and then going over and picking up you know, gear or, or going over there and doing our console. Right. So that was an right. adjustment, you know, because your presence is so strong because of what you've done and just your whole vibe that mm -hmm. you leaving it, it, it it's, it's felt. Right. Know? Right. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. man. And I do miss it. And it's like, I miss it every day, you know, and I, I I'll always love of course. everything about Seattle and miss it, you know, oh, but, yeah. but that's what makes it sweet too. I yeah. can't wait to come back, you know, and like, and, uh, but yeah, but, but that's the other part of it too, is like, at some point, you do have to challenge yourself yeah. and, and, and grow, you know, personally, yep. too. And, and I think this is a great opportunity for me here to, to do so. that. I think and, it's and great. Even, and make and ex, at the same time, we're, we're not only changing the – we're not really changing the business, but we are – Evolving. I, uh, yeah, yeah. We're pivoting yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And also, it's it's expanding the business, yeah. really, because it's like, the, you know, people in the South have no idea what Fountain was, you know? Yeah. But they do now when I, you yeah. know, go to races and when we show up, it's like, that, then it gets their attention, you know? And then we got people driving from, yeah. you know, a couple hours away, you know? So it's like, it's really cool to to have this uh, here in Kentucky mm. and, uh, and spread the word of Fountain, you know? I love it because, you know, you and I have talked about this extensively. It's Fount Cycling guild which gives you so many opportunities i mean every discipline in racing and then you have the club aspect and and then right. you have the community involvement it's all of it and you've created this kind of universe <laughs> the right, expanded right. universe right and yeah now yeah you're in kentucky but then you have you know you have team in seattle still and then you have folks down in california 
And then you have, of course, and we're going to talk about this later, you have the professional uh, team that races in the National Cycling League. Which right. Is, you know, that's a new it's thing. exciting. So, yeah, yeah you, you're, you're definitely doing a lot of cool stuff. And I think what's really cool about our club is it's kind of like this big sandbox and we all get to play in it and, and we can do whatever we want in it within it. That's right. But yet keeping the same philosophy. And I've been on a couple podcasts myself and, and, and we talked about this, but one thing I love about Fount is it, whether you race professionally or whether you race a little or a lot, the one thing you stress in the training sessions and the Fount philosophy, I call it the Fount philosophy is a professional yeah. mindset. Yeah. You know, like even if you're not a pro think like a pro ride, right. like a pro dress, like a pro train, like a pro. If you win, go to the podium and be a pro on the podium. That means wearing your kit or your fount colors and your hat. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I always, I love that. And it, it, it gives me a much greater appreciation as a fan of the sport. Gives me a much deeper appreciation as a cyclist. And it makes me feel proud to be part of that because it, it, it helps me personally raise my own game, not just in right. cycling, but in everything. And yeah. that's what it's about. It is, man. I feel like it's a it's a dojo. It's closer to a it's dojo a dojo than a club. It, yeah, <laughs> I I agree. I've always told you that. I've always looked at you yeah. as more like like you're a cycling coach, but almost you you remind me. Uh, and I've studied martial arts. You remind me of a martial arts master. That mentality, yeah. that mastery. Yeah, yeah, and, the, and that's, yeah, it's yeah. And I think that that's the levels, you know, you, you know, you practice something and then you, you repeat it and you get good yeah. at it and you master it, you know, and then you almost, uh, you have to go back to try to debunk it a little bit, you know, and mm -hmm. to like throw, throw something in there to change it and like mm -hmm. well, how to make it, it makes it better, you know, yeah. it makes it, it makes it be a better mousetrap, you know, yeah. we're always trying to do that make a better mousetrap. Well, I'll tell you as, as somebody who's going to be turning 63 in September, um, it, it, you know, it, it impacts me immensely, not just in my cycling, but taking that mentality, um, you know, into everything I do. And I think I think we have several members on the club, uh, Dr. Flo Chardon and Dr. Oh, Catherine, yes. Um, who were amazing athletes um, and yet took that same mindset and then got their degrees and are making That's a difference right. in the world in a massive way in their medical um, professions. Yeah, I think it uh, it it definitely brings out. I think and and you know it makes me feel good too yeah. when it brings out. Like you mentioned the other day, we were talking about courage, right? Like right. Mm. if you're gonna name one thing, yep. courage is like that's a good thing that's to have, you know? Man. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you. No, I got I just for the folks that are listening. I was talking to Rocket the other day, and I said if I could sum up one word what I've gotten out of Fount in the five years I've belonged to the club, and and in the, the years that I've known you, courage. Yeah courage yeah. to 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 look bad courage to get out of my comfort zone courage to try things i've never tried um courage to put my body on the line courage to um believe in myself in, in a way that maybe i wouldn't but also what's really key with found and, and um is you have the courage but but you can be courageous when you know you have a group of people that get it they're yeah. dealing with the same thing and then a coach or a leader you and jen that ha give you that support system and then when you're feeling like when you're having those those doubts you can reach out to you yeah and then eliminate. Well, you have that belief you know if you yeah. need somebody that can believe that you yeah. know like they're going to get me through this you know yeah. like and and you, you have confidence and that yeah. goes a long way 
you can just let go. Like, like, like I literally can, okay, I don't have to worry because I just, I'm going to trust the process. I, like rockets yeah. never, like I'll say, rocket has never told me anything once that didn't work. And so if he says it, that's it. It's good enough for me. And now I yeah, can that's awesome. <laughs> you know, that's and, what I was and, talking to. I was talking yeah. to the ladies as a race recently. And, you know, as I was trying to explain the difference between, uh, strategy and tactics because mm. in my book it's a big difference you know oh, yeah. it, it, it could be you know you look at them as the same thing but i feel like a strategy is always something you need to refer to of like uh, am I, what i'm doing now is it working towards my strategy is this is if what i'm doing is it is it helping you know the end result right it, and, and tactics are sort of what you do to get there in between uh, you, you really have to uh have courage to get through that Courage means being afraid and still doing it anyway. <laughs> uh, right, 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 right. Well, and then yeah. and that goes even further, you know, like you were saying, you know, like you have, it's the confidence that makes the courage strong, you right. know, like no, and you're confident that I'm going to be okay. Like yeah. you said, I'm going to be fine mm -hmm. after this, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where you get the growth, you know, that's where you yeah. get that growth. Well, yeah. And, and I think um, also, you know, when you're up against adversity, I mean, you've been up against it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and you too, especially yeah. recently. Recently, let's <laughs> talk about that. Got... First of all, like before we even say what, what what happened to you, it's just like these are the things that make you stronger. You know what I mean? Like when things are going well, like I always like to put everything into a bike race. You know, it, you know, Absolutely. you think about it like a bike race. Everything's you know, a bike is... race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you know, especially now as I get older and everything, how I can compete with some sometimes with the you know the younger guys is. I rely on a little bit of mayhem and sometimes creating it myself, right? Like mayhem. So it's, so I there's these things coming from the side that distract and like cause you to use energy, but you know how to deal with them. You know, part of the, you know, part of that is like being able to deal with the mayhem. It right. doesn't seem like mayhem at all to me, yeah. you know, but I get excited. I'm like, oh, because they have trouble dealing with it and it takes their juice away. Right. So, so yeah, so that's what I feel like. You're a disruptor. If you, it, well, right. If, exactly. If you could, uh, if and you an could innovator. things and practice it, you know, and practice yeah. it, it, it doesn't seem like it bothers you. You know, heart rate never goes up and yeah. it's like, you can get through it and uh, use minimal energy. And that can be, you know, reflected right back in life, you know, with, you know, shit going on and bad things happening. Um, but you, you get through it and you yeah. grow from it. You know, it's just like and it opens a door that was right in front of your face that that you didn't really either, you know, see it or take it serious mm -hmm. enough. But it actually redirects you, you know, and I feel like that's better for the world, you know. Amen. And Amen. I think that's what's happened to you, right? Like you yeah. lost your job. Yeah. And which I love, you know, you know, right. And it's, it's, and, and it's a big deal to anyone because it's your livelihood, right? Yeah. It's my livelihood. And, and also I loved what I did and, and, you know, it wasn't because of my performance. My performance was strong. It was, it was circumstances outside of my control. Right. Right. Yeah. But it opened this no door with something yeah. you're doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe I guess you can say dabbling in. But now it's full time, right? Yeah. It's full gas. And I feel like that's going to be better, not only for you, but for mm. everyone, you know? Well, yeah, the, the movie's been a process because there's times when you're working on something like this where, where it doesn't appear externally. A lot's going on. I'm doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but, but people don't see what, like I'm going through footage. I'm still working mm -hmm. on the story. But, but when you're working full time, especially when I was at Amazon, 
uh, it's it's hard to be to, you know some days because because it's very emotional subject matter number one and it takes a certain amount of creative energy and sometimes you know at the end of the day the last thing I want to do is sit in front of a computer you know and work right on. right right so the blessing like you said um, was number one um, we were going to move forward anyway but being able to really focus on the film and and re-engage everybody that's involved we have an amazing team of people set up a business plan create my business noir ruse productions llc so we have a production company create you know set up my business bank accounts set you know create a production schedule right and get you know bring in other people on the team now we have 12 this is all a lot of work it's a lot of work <laughs> yeah, and i'm yes, like how yes. can i do this working amazon you know i could right. do it but not but here's the other thing i'm, I'm learning rocket and this has been a great yeah. part, is i'm delegating a lot more because mm. i've gotten the project to the point where it's not just this is not my movie it's our movie right there's gotcha. so yeah. many stakeholders and that they get to have a voice and they're involved so like you've met jason mm -hmm. you know there's a point to where when we get to the editing process, I give him some, some direction, but he, you get out of the and way. The, yeah. The team, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get out of the way. He has a team of people. <laughs> yep. Get out of the way and let them do what they do. Andrew Jocelyn, our composer. Um, he's an award-winning composer is working on several movies. Yeah. And you know, he, he was on Macklemore's the heist. He, he did the string mm -hmm. arrangements. You met him. Wands mm -hmm. who, who's on yeah. Macklemore's the heist and does, sings at all the major sporting events in Seattle, sings the national anthem, mm -hmm. so does it the right way. Yeah, <laughs> um, the way it should be. Um, yeah, yeah. We have Andrew's wife Madison, who's our story editor. Uh, we have Mark um, Ramadas, who's going to help us with our. You know, we're going to launch a social media. I'm sorry, a Kickstarter fundraising campaign mm -hmm. in the fall with a brand new trailer. We're going to be looking for angel investors. So it's a lot. Like, like we're re we're, yeah. we're we will have this finished by the end of the year. So it's yeah. going to take a lot of diligence and it's going to take a lot of focus, the same focus it takes when you race. It's the same thing. It's a different yeah. race yeah. though, right? Yeah. Well, I feel like your, uh, your, your dedication to this now has created the momentum yeah. that you need, you know? And yeah. I feel, I feel like that's what it, it just needed that momentum. Well, leadership, you know, you know because the team's yeah. waiting like, okay, Greg, what, what's next? Right. And right. so I had right. to get a clear picture on what we need to do. What, you know, what I've had, I, you know, I meet with Jason and Bubba Jones, who you also met. He's our sound designer. We meet yeah. every month. I have um, I have a meeting with our our uh, with Madison, who who's our my story editor, and I meet with her later today. So it's that consistency, right? And here's the thing I've learned from you: yeah, cycling training, making a film, consistency, have a plan, execute mm -hmm. the plan, stay on stay on target. You know, if you if, if you have a milestone, it, you know if it's if you if for some reason you slip and you don't hit it, yeah, then re then renegotiate a new one. But it's right. really that's the key is like I because th this project's almost overwhelming. I like that's another reason it was hard because it's like, how am I going to do this? So I had to I, not working in Amazon allowed me to kind of get the space to really get clarity. Mm. And you and I take like what, I, what I've learned from you, what I've learned in this journey and then apply it. But everything, this movie, this is the perfect time for us to do it. This story has been yeah. five to six years in the making. There's things I needed to learn. There's things I personally needed to go through to get to a point to where we can really get this to where it needs to be and also flush out what the story's truly about. Right, right. I feel like yeah. it's evolved, you know? It's evolved. It, it, I mean, yeah. it was always about something bigger than me, but, but you know, my, my role in this movie is I, I'm not the story. I'm part of the story. I'm the storyteller. Right. The sto there's bigger stories than mine. 
the, the bigger story is our community and the thousands of people that, that have lost people to cancer, know people that have cancer, and that are actually doing something to make a positive difference and bringing joy in the process. Right. You've been to Obliterate Friday night. And you, Bennett was there, and that was he didn't have much left to live. But that night, he didn't have cancer. He was in oh, celebration yeah. of life. I'm getting emotional yeah. talking about it, dude. Ashley yeah. was the same thing. If you look at her, she was just so happy. And that yeah. night, that weekend, cancer didn't exist. Yeah. For any yeah. of those people. That, and that's, that's what celebration is all about. Community. Family. Mm-hmm. This movie is about family. Right. This movie is about community. This is a movie is a love letter to our community, to our families, to to cycling, to music, to mm-hmm. our city, and to and to Fred Hutch Obliterate, and and that's what it's about. So to put to do something like that, it takes something. And of course, COVID set us back three years. So yeah. But now we're yeah. rolling, man. We're rolling, and and uh, love it with a zeal and a focus that that we that's needed. And also, mm-hmm. again, back to the training, consistency, man. We're going to talk. Dude, about practice. That. Yes. Which I learned that in cycling, you know, I wasn't as consistent this year. And it, I could mm-hmm. definitely feel the difference. And I said, you know what? That doesn't work. Yeah. You're right. You just got to change it. And you know what's funny is, like, that's, that is the reason I am so good at what I do as far as an athlete. Yeah. Is I've found a way in my life to always prioritize my workout. Like I could be busiest person in the world, but I find yeah. that one hour or 45 minutes where I'm going to train. Yeah. Cause that's what I do. You know, it's like brushing my teeth. Yeah. It's like, if you miss it, you miss it. But it's like, you don't miss your brushing your teeth two days in a row. You know, you might do it once, you know, whatever, but you're not going to do two. And, and that's how I feel I am with my training. It's, yeah. it's to a point where it's like, I just do it. It's just like something that is part of me. And if I don't, you know, I, I enjoy it too. Dude, I but, got to that point now. I, like I've gotten back to that yeah. point to where like I don't even think about it. It's like, great. Yeah. 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 I've got all like at my gyms right across the street. I have weights here. I've got my indoor bike. I've got like there's no excuse, right? It's just it's just the drive and the desire. And I think, you know, for me, like we're talking about reset, you know, like I, I think part of it was, well, okay, I love cycling and I'm going to keep doing it. But now what do I want to do with it? I'm not. You know, and then also the movie was a priority. And, you know, but I, I decided that, like, no, I, I this is really important. My physical, mental health depend on it. Like, it, it really, right. like, no kidding, you know? It's not yeah, just for yeah. fun. It is fun. But it's it's like, no, I notice the difference of who I am, how I'm being, how I feel, my energy level. It's night and day. And it's yeah. like, okay, I'm ne- I needed to not do it and be inconsistent to realize that I need to be consistent. And now I have right. been. And man, like it's amazing the difference. How I oh, feel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just how I, I mean, feel, and, you know. And you know, adding the weight training and yeah. like like that is even better too, right? It yes. just it, it it makes you as we get better at something like in cycling when it's new, when I say new is like the first 5 years. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's you get better and better at it. And what happens is we get some muscles that get transformed and others that actually don't get used as right. much, you know? And, and that's where it's like, wow, you got these new muscles, but 
you need these supporting the supporting cast to help oh out here gosh, yeah. and that's where you know you really start to feel better when you you know you hit the weight room mm-hmm. and you work those supporting muscles and you, then you're a whole new machine it feels so different now because like i may and i've done it before but now like like even in the off season i'm going to crank it like like uh, what what partly inspired me was was Jennifer too is seeing her transformation, mm-hmm. but yeah. I just went out and wrote. I go, wow, this feels different now when I'm climbing. Like my, I feel so different. My arms feel like like all those things, and yeah. I realize it's not just about cycling; it's about total fitness. Right. And so my right. whole thing is total fitness. Yeah, and that's good for life, right? That's it's just good, good for, for being life. healthy. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna be 63, man, and and like I gotta be able to be strong, you know, and and I want to be able to do this. And also, you told me this. The more fit you are and the more consistent you are, the more the more fun the rides are. And the, even right. the hard ones, they're more fun That's because right. you feel the confidence and the courage yeah. to take it on you're because more aware. You know your body you're... can deliver. Yeah, and you're more aware. You know, you're not working as hard. You know, it's not like you're driving down the freeway in yeah. second gear, you yeah. know, doing, you know, 7,000 RPMs. You know, yeah. you, <laughs> you're cruising. You got it on in yeah. overdrive, you know. No, that's Enjoyed good, it. man. I hear that voice, though, like, you know, where the, the worst thing is to get in our heads and think about it. Because I know, mm-hmm. like, myself, and I think a lot of, you know, a lot of the folks on, on the club, but once you start in your head, well, should I do it? Should I not? You, then that's a, not a good place to be. Right, right. So I don't, I don't go to that place. I just, like, I'm riding to the, like, even today, I'm doing STP this weekend, but I'm going to probably do, like, a really light ride to pedal just because yeah. that's what I should do. Versus right. just, I could recover and be fine, but no, I should probably pedal. It's probably better don't you think that's right yeah. yeah yeah exactly and then you're gonna get you know you'll feel fine the next day and then you'll have that confidence and then it won't even be a question you just yeah. you just pedal this is what i do but as we get older what i'm realizing and, and this is really present because i think part of me too after i got laid off i started looking at my age and oh man like how you know like am i too old to, to do it this way you know all the stupid stuff yeah. your brain tells you yeah yeah and i just realized i go no that's that's bs i go that's just that's just negative thinking and so I, so it was, I was looking at everything and it was like, you know, we're talking about a reset. I was just looking at everything in my life, you know, the film, um, where yeah. we're going with that, what I need to do there, you know, what's, what's in the future in terms of my, my career. Cause right now the market's really tough. And then what, what do I want? You know, it, it kind of took me back to why I got into cycling in the first place. I went back to my roots, right. to that joy of like, nice. what, what led me to want to go down the road and meet you and eventually race and do Seattle to Portland. But I got right. back to that place and awesome. have that feeling of like how great it feels just to move, you know, just to get That's out. a good place. Yeah. And then I don't have yeah. to train every single day. I can just go out and ride if I want. Now, if in a, and once you get on and you start pedaling, the magic happens because then it's like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty sassy today. I think I want to crush <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's how it happens. The, yeah, yeah. The, just so all I have to do is just get on the bike. That's all I got to do. That's right. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a carnival ride, man. <laughs> yeah, buy the ticket, take the ride, brother. That's you know, right. That's right. Um, you know, we were, we alluded to, to another thing that was really profound, and this was made, led to a major reset. So as you know... I broke my collarbone eight first weeks ago. First big accident. Yeah, first yeah. big one. I've had a few crashes where I was out for a few days, and yeah, my bike was worse than me. Yeah. But my bike was fine. I took all the brunt <laughs> this time. 
Yeah. So either you're going to pay the doctor or you're going to pay your bike mechanic. That's <laughs> right. That's right. It, it evens out. So I had to, I didn't have to pay nothing to my bike mechanic. It's all going to Swedish, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, God bless. Shout out to Swedish and Balor, though. Freaking awesome, man. Um, so yeah, what happened? I was doing something stupid. I wasn't paying attention. I won't go into the details. I hit a crack on the road. I had one off mm -hmm. hand off the bar and I crashed and I got up and as soon as I got up, I said, I knew it was broken. I know my body really well at this point in my life. Yeah. You know? It felt different. It yeah. felt different. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. just was in a daze. Should I ride home? Do I need to call somebody like, and then there's people around me. No, you need to go to the doctor. And I said, no, I think I could ride home. <laughs> So awesome. I, I first was of all, like, I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. Hey man, my, did my grit score go up because of that coach? It did. It okay, did. Cool. And, and I always say, like, what, what would a wild animal do? Oh, that's what. Well, yeah. You know, because that's what, yes. look what you <laughs> look what you did crawling up a ravine yeah. after you know crashing. You know, you know, you know all about that. That's you right, Wolf Man. Um. Anyway, um. So I rode home, and every bump hurt. But I rode home, and I'm and I'm kind of in shock. You know, I'm like, whoa, yeah. you know, and so yeah, the first thinking, thing I, I do, do is I, I call, emer I look for emergency services and I find Swedish, yay, Swedish and Ballard. And so yeah. I, I take a lift over and, and so I'm, I'm at Swedish checking in, you know, I've got, you know, I've got my, my sling on mm -hmm. and, uh, fortunately they had the crack and playoff game on. That was great. So I had to wait for a couple hours. Anyway, they took the x-ray, yeah. told me what I knew, it's, you know, broken collarbone, but, um, you know. Making an appointment with the doctor. So I made an appointment with the doctor. I was in a sling for five days. Made an appointment with the doctor. Still went out for a walk, though, the next day. Nice. Still went out for a walk. Walked home afterwards to, a, you know, mm -hmm. you know where I live. So that's, that's a long one. Walk. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, went to the doctor. He says, yeah, you got a broken collarbone, and there's not really much you can do. You just got to let it heal. It's kind of like a broken rib. Do I need the sling? No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I took the sling off. Right. Which was nice. Nice. And it just, yeah. and then I, and then I kind of, but, but I got to say this. The first person I called, I have to say this. The first person was you. <laughs> well, I texted you and then you texted Definitely me experience. right back and we, and then, and then we talked yeah. the next day, but you, you told me like you, you just gave me what I needed to hear. And good, I knew you'd good. understand because if yeah. folks, if you listen to this podcast and go back some episodes, Rocket's been through a few crashes, life threatening yeah. crashes. So you were the first person and I, and then I just kind of went through my, well, now what? Like how long am I right. going to be out? Am I going to be able to do Seattle Portland? Am I going to be able to do Blitteride? How long am I going to go all summer with this great weather, not being on my bike? Right, right. So then depression set in, but what I did is, well, I can't ride, but I can walk. So I got out and I walked and I, and I got the same things out of walking that I get a lot out of cycling. It's just the nature, the birds. Yeah. And, yeah. And just being, but. But being a little slower, slowing down, being mindful, mm -hmm. being more present, and just experiencing Fremont and, and where we live in a whole different way. So it was great. Right. But what I did was I said, well, I'm going to create like a rehab plan. I'm going to I'm gonna walk for a couple of weeks. And then, I, and then I started doing some really light weights just, just to make sure my shoulder was strong. And then a couple of weeks later, um, I said, okay, I'm going to try getting on the bike. Because it's a it's a you know it's a four to eight week healing process, right? But I was starting to feel good enough to where okay, well let me just see how this goes. And I got on the bike and okay, okay, I can I can do this. But it's still really tender. So each week, right? I, I would ride more and more miles. So what the first right. week back 130 miles, the next week back 260, the next week but 280, and then last week 333. So I got a thousand miles in. Pre STP's coming up. STP's coming up, and I my shoulder feels good. Still a little tender. It's gonna. It's good, yeah. but I'm able to go It'll to the gym, there. increase my poundages, lift over my head, 
and I feel really good for STP. But wow. the whole experience was very humbling. It made me look at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It made me realize how much I love cycling and how much I miss. I'd see all my friends out riding, and it's right. like I'm Greg. You know, I'm grounded, and all my friends are out playing, and I can't be yep. out playing because I got an injury. And totally. I, and then also, you know, sharing it with you, and 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 then getting your encouragement was really helpful because it motivated me. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you're watching, knowing that you're kind of following us, motivates us. Yeah, good. And good. Uh, you made the difference. So yeah, it's it's. That, that was a reset in terms of my whole view on cycling, life. Um, this last year has been a lot of changes. I, I lost a pet earlier in the year. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just a lot. Like, that's life. Life, nothing yeah. stays the same as much as we want it to. And usually there's something that comes out of it that's, that's great, you know? Amen. You know? Amen. And, Out of the ashes, you know? And, and we knew that there were, like, when we talked, like, when, one of the things we said, you said, you know, it, it sucks right now, but it's yeah. but it's not always going to suck. And exactly, it's a blip on the map, and and I think what we talked about the profound thing was what we learned from it, what I learned from it. There's a reason for everything that you can't control. It's like there was something that God wanted me to learn from that experience. I needed to like I don't like the fact it happened, but I'm glad it happened. I know that sounds right. crazy, but I embrace it because I know, and you got through it great. Yeah. I mean, way yeah. ahead of schedule, right? You're yeah. still supposed to be to have a sling on, you know, and not riding your bike. And you got yeah. three full weeks of training in already. I think that also that's the other reason I'm, I'm doing more weights, because I think that that's important. Like if we if we do get in a crash or whatever, if, if yeah. we protect our scale, our, our muscles are padding, man. Like, look yeah, at you, you're buff, man. You could be a bodybuilder. But yeah. um but it's padding and also it's just overall health and fitness. And that just that just drives everything, not just cycling. I mean. That everyday life, like going to the oh, dude, going to store getting groceries it, you know? or lifting even all, yeah, all the way to about even into looking in the mirror and you feel good about yourself, you yeah. know. It's like that that yeah. is a good thing, you know. It's like it just fuels your body. It feels you know, your your mind feels your body. The best part, the best part mm-hmm. is the real payoff. And, and and if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't do it. Is really it is it other people and it's not about, hey, look at me. Because I'm just I'm saying, hey, I'm just putting out there because I'm I don't care. This is this mm-hmm. is me. I'm fully self-expressed. If you get what you get from it, right? But if somebody, right. if it inspires somebody who's dealing with health issues, and I know what that's like. I, I've been there, man. I've been yeah. overweight. I've been depressed, and and how am I gonna like like trying to get your way back? It's hard. Yeah. You know, it's like when you stop. It's like a. It's like you're swimming upstream. You quit swimming. What happens? Oh yeah, you go backwards. Yeah. Right. And I don't want to go back. That's because yeah. that's a dark place for me. And so if somebody, if somebody can see, I, and I want to go deeper into my story there, but, and we do in the Mm -hmm. movie, but if people could see something for themselves and they say, Hey man, he's 63 or you're 53 rocket Mm -hmm. and look what he's doing and look at like, okay, I can do it. That, that is really for me, that's the ultimate payoff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's like, there's nothing more you'd be more proud of is when that happens. Right. Yeah. You can't keep it if you don't give it away. See, look, that's it. what you do, man, because look at what you have, but you, everything you have, you share your knowledge, your yeah. experience, you share it. And, yeah. and, and I and want to even do it more, you know, it's, it's, it's what you do. It's just who you are. You don't even think about it. It's just like, you don't even think about when you get on the bike. That's who you are. Right. You're born yeah. to do it. Um, I kind of feel like in my way I am, you know, we use this podcast. I'm trying to do it through the film, but just trying to bring some joy 
and some because it's a it, it's a crazy world, man. I mean, we've been yeah, through a man. lot the last few years, but it, it it's COVID's over, but there's still stuff going on, and I think yeah, this is needed more now than ever. Oh, dude, life is all about high fives, right? All you want is a high five. You know, what's the first thing you do when you hit a home run? It's a high five, right? Like, yeah, when, yeah, when you do something great, it's a high five. It's like this just life's high five because life's man. hard. I it mean, is, it is. It is. It's life's hard, man, and and. And you find the joy when you find that joy. And I, I'm, I'm older now. I can like really appreciate the little things, like the most simple things. I just, I embrace it. But right. life's hard. People die. I'm, I mean, I'm just shooting straight here, man. People get I hurt. I know. I know. Friends, yeah. friends betray friends. You know, our political climate is insane. You know, um, crimes up. In, in, in a city that it's a beautiful one of the most beautiful cities in the world and not just here but yeah. everywhere. So what's right. needed is 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 the opposite of all that. Because a, a wise person told me an ass can kick down a house. And even an ass can kick mm -hmm. a house down. A donkey can kick a house down. Yeah. But a donkey yeah. can't build a house. Right. Anybody can d destroy anybody. Right. Anybody. Create. Yeah. But how it's, many it's people different can to create, create? You're yeah, a creator. Sure. I'd like to think I am. Yes. And I think it's almost like love equals creativity. Hate equals destruction. Life, yeah. creativity is life. Destruction is death. So if you live in a space of being creative, um, then you're living fully. If you're not, you're just dead inside. Yeah. I choose to live. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, I, it reminds me. I just read something the other day. Is somebody their their life motto is "Be kind." That's it, dude. I'm, you <laughs> know what my kind. mantra is? <laughs> What's my, that? Love unconditionally and don't be an asshole. There you go. That's it. I like that. Like, like now that doesn't mean I'm not an asshole. Sometimes, sometimes I am, but I acknowledge it and I'll always apologize. Like I'll own it. Right, I'm right. being an ass right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's freedom in that. You know, sure, instead sure. of making it about the other person, you just say, yeah, yeah, man, that's on me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling kind of crappy today. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, you're free. It's like, there's no thing. Well, Hey, I gotta, I, we got so much to talk about and we're going to talk oh, about man. more in, in depth, but I have a very special guest and, and you, mm. this is this, this guy is amazing. This guy is a world champion in track mm. at the age of 53 he started a cycling club five years ago. One of his writers uh, just finished uh, four at Giro d'Italia Donnay. And his club is now in the National Cycling League. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you David <laughs> the Rocket Richter. He's our guest because, yes, there's lots of questions to ask you, Rocket. We're going to awesome. shift here. And talk yeah, about yeah. Fount and talk about the National Cycling. You got some. Oh, man. And, well, first of all, well, like rewind. Let's go back yeah. to you on the fact you won a world championship and you're wearing oh, a white right, jersey. Right. Let's talk about that <laughs> and then segue into the National Cycling League. Yeah. Well, I got to say a little bit of the uh, maybe a lot of the motivation to get that uh, world championship was was the jersey itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dude, it's I, all I, about the jersey. So I, I always felt like that white jersey with those stripes look great, you know, so. <laughs> man, after all yeah. the years of racing, you get to finally have your white jersey. Hell yeah. No. man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a, it, it really, you know, when you know something is a is is, is sort of a big deal, but. You know, you just it happens, and you kind of play it off. Well, that's it, you, you know, man. It, 
<laughs> well, but but the thing was, while it was happening, I said, "Wow, this is cool. I'm gonna get this." Yeah. You know, like I, I before you know before I actually won when I made that move, my move in the end there, I just it was just like it was kind of surreal. And the last time I ever got that feeling was mm. the very first bike race I ever did. Really? When I was a kid. When I was wow. like, I can't remember how old it was. Maybe. I, I think I was maybe eight or something, but it was a BMX race. And uh, I went over the first, I got the whole shot, went over the first jump. And I remember this Charlie Brown episode where they, right. where Charlie Brown started daydreaming and he crashed. He woke right. up and he crashed. But, but I, I was thinking that in the race. And yeah. then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to win this because I didn't expect it. You know, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't have really have any expectations, but I, but I won that my first race that I did as on a BMX as a kid. And I, flashback to I'm 52 years old, you know, I'm like winning that world's, I was, I had that same feeling. I was like, Oh my God, I'm, you know, it was kind of weird because I was in the moment, you know, yeah. I was pedaling super hard, but I was thinking in my brain, like, I'm, I'm going to win this. This is, this is it. You know, like so cool. almost like another voice. So it's kind of weird. Uh, but no, so it was great. Awesome. And I was proud of it. And then, yeah, now I got the cool jersey. I love so. like, I'm like, cause we're doing this podcast like visually so I could see your face and dude, you're like me. Like when I'm on my bike, like I'm 11 year old Greg. Like I, yeah. just, there's no difference. <laughs> like my body may be older, you know, my skin. Yeah, side. yeah. But no, I see. Like I'm looking at you right now, and I'm just seeing this childlike enthusiasm that you still love it. You still get the same thrill, and that like you, you know, we were talking earlier about creating new challenges. Well, here's yeah, one at yeah. 53 right. after you had a major crash, you know, last year, and then you win the world championship in track. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I feel, I feel like that is, you know, that's something I preach to the athletes is yeah. you do need a goal. You need a goal, you know, and, and yeah. I've always been, you know, motivated, super motivated by certain things. And yep. even sometimes even negative things you try to turn into like, yeah. you know, fuel, you know, fuel for your goal. Like yeah. if somebody says you can't do something like, Oh yeah, watch this, you know, like, you know, that's that type of thing. And, and I think that's important. And it's, uh, yeah. it's something that you can't, always have you you know it's it's got to be natural and you got to be able to control it and turn it off and on you know and it takes courage for sure because for you sure. can go the other way right you can cow there's cur there's courage or cower so you're yeah. confronted you can go this way or you can go this way yeah i mean even i mean and, and there's a million different yeah. reasons to quit right like yeah, you can quit whenever quit whenever you cannot show up you can act oh i'm not ready i'm not trained enough or oh i'm not feeling great or even in the moment like oh yeah. i'm tired it's really hard i'm not gonna sprint i'm not gonna you know like but no that's that's part of it is like seeing it through you know it's like like yeah. you said about the consistency and like nope nope i if i want to win i gotta be here and this is where i gotta be and that kid oh check that box what's next you know like okay i'm still in a good position yeah. if i don't attack now i'm not gonna win I, I'm really tired. It's hard. <laughs> it's almost like you have to rewire your brain because what I'm hearing from you, and I think this is one of the reasons that make you su so successful, is that your brain focus, what you're thinking about consciously, is 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 not focused on any of that stuff. What you're focused on is exactly what you need to do to fulfill on what it is you're committed to fulfill on. Hundred percent. It's just funny. It's funny. You know, there's been a few like baseball movies you're probably yeah. familiar with too. Oh, yeah. You know, when, when you you know you when the, when the focus goes and then everything. Yeah. It's blurry on the outside. Clear the mechanism. That, 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 yeah, that literally happens yeah. when you're hyper-focused. Like, you don't, you don't, you see what you have to see, and it's, it's like a, Baseball. it's like the cheetah. 
Yeah, it's like the cheetah, you know, getting the gazelle. It's like that's all they see. That's why it takes this hyper focus to do it, you know. And that's that's the only way you're gonna do something amazing is is with hyper focus. So it, it is it's and it's like I said, it's not something you could just always do, run no. around being hyper focused. You know, it's just not possible, you know, because it is that certain level that's off the charts yeah. as far as focus. It takes energy, right? So if you're it tired, does. it would be more difficult. So you won the world championship and then yeah. you know, found you moved to Kentucky, we talked about that. Yep. And now we have, you are in the National Cycling League, which is yeah. a professional cycling league that, that's got, you know, investors, professional athletes, former NFL players. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen one of the events um, on GCN. Talk about that. Oh, well, it's really cool. Um, the first, when I first heard of it, you know, it was like, I just kind of like played it off like, ah, that's not going to work, right? Like, or, or you know, kind of doubtful, I guess. Um but, you know, were they going to reinvent bike racing? So it's but, a league you know, it's of, of, with teams, it's, right? It's, yeah, it's a new professional league. There's 10 teams. Okay. Um, Founts found Cycling Guild's one of them. Amazing. Um, and they're co-ed. And that's part of it. I um, love that. What's so like roller revolutionary. Derby. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh, so the 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 men go first or the women go first. They alternate. Mm. Um, they ha- You know, it's, an, it's your normal crit. You, you're doing a crit. And. But the difference is it's a points crit. So kind of like on the track, on the Velodrome, a points race. Mm. Every lap is worth the top three people get points, you know, three, two, one, or five, five, three, five, three, one, you know, Mm -hmm. you get points. Um, and, uh, it's cumulative for the whole race. So, and the finish is worth double, Mm. you know, if you lap the field, you get, you know, you get bonus points as well. So it's just, it rewards being aggressive the whole race. Um, uh, so it's cool. And I like that concept. I love points race on track. Um, and, uh, so, so that's, what's different, but it's not different in cycling. You know, there's been points races for right, right. you know over a hundred years. Um, but it's on a criterium course, mm. um, and it's co-ed. So the women get the points, they do their race and they have their points. And then those points get transferred to the men. And then the men take over so with that point total. Score yeah, it's an oh, aggregate score, so which is that. really cool. So yeah, so it's like you you have a you're invested in your whole team, you know, like yeah. the men and women together. That's so um, cool. So yeah, it's a real cool concept. And then and this is the biggest difference in my mind. Um, that's kind of changed cycling. Um, is there substitutes? So just like basketball or baseball or soccer, you know, you don't, you don't generally stay in the whole game. You know, you, you're substituted, you know, so you're always fresh. You have fresh in hockey even more so, right. Mm. You have these shifts and, and, uh, cycling, it's the same thing. Now this NCL, now they have these substitutes where you can go into the pits, just like a car, like a motor car, like an F1 car. And then your, your, your uh, teammate comes out the other end fresh, you know, um, what I thought would happen would be like you'd pit and then you'd come back out and you'd be way behind. You'd have to catch up and it wouldn't even be worth pitting, right? Mm-hmm. But the way they designed it was great. At least it was the first race is, you know, I, w- I was right next to some people that would pit and then their, their person coming out would come out in front of me. So and fresh, you know, a new so legs. They had, they had they had that whole strategy down. Yeah. The so the the two know. the two there's two teams that two are actually owned teams, by the yeah, yeah house <laughs> teams that are owned by the NCL. They practiced it, you know, but they had to to kind of flesh out the the rules and everything. Oh yeah, I get but, it. But that's they uh, they did a great job of doing that. So every and remember, it's a points race. So every lap, it's there's points available. So Dude, it looked would, hard from what I saw. It just looked hard. Yeah. 
so it, it made for a really yeah. fast race. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, there's, they, you send in somebody for a couple laps, bring them back out and bring somebody fresh in. So you that's, always have a fresh set of legs every awesome, couple laps. Man. Yeah. So that's, uh, we learned our lesson. The first one is, uh, we did pretty good though. We, we held our own and got some points and, you were in it. uh, yeah, yeah. In the race. And, uh, but now we, uh, our strategy is going to change in the next one is we definitely will be uh, using substitutes and we got radios now so we can radio in. Yeah. Yeah. So just, and and what, what I think it's going to do is, is really make criterium racing more mainstream where people Mm -hmm. can, you know, follow better as a fan, you know, it's exciting. I think criterion racing is geared to the American sports fan. It's what, Mm -hmm. because American sports fan, they, they tend to like really what high twitch, I guess, sports, right. basketball, yeah, yeah. You know, football, really quick action, stop, start, stop, start. Yeah. Um, baseball's a little different. Baseball's baseball; it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that type of racing, you know, and they have to if they create stars, because we yeah. we live in a country where people like stars, and you create stars, that's going to help, and then you get the sponsors. But it's an exciting product. The only problem I had is like. I just thought the two house teams were clearly the tactical and strategic advantage right. because they they got to probably train with each other, against each other. They knew the rules. They knew how to use yep. work within that system. But I think the other teams like Fount, once you, you learn how to work with that system, will be very Yeah, clear. yeah. And I think that uh, you'll see in the next couple of races that uh, we have Denver coming up and then Atlanta. Um, oh, wow. That, that, it, that it'll be a little bit better Atlanta. playing field. Hot yeah, Atlanta. yeah. <laughs> That's a great city. The, uh, yeah, so you'll see uh, a little bit uh, better competition, if you will. And you know what's funny is this, this this learning curve of these new rules. There's just a slight rule differences, but it changes it a lot. Yeah. And I think that it also needs to change at the commentary level, too. So the commentators need to speak a little different, you know, talk about more of these the substitutions and what's going on and right. the fresh legs and, you know, just to explain Educate to the, the viewer. The, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And when that happens, then it's going to be way easier to follow too. Yeah. And you'll have a better perspective of it, you know? Well, it's interesting because this is a unique situation that the announcers, you, the teams, the league, that mm-hmm. everybody's learning, right? And everybody's yeah, in yeah, it exactly. together, right? To like, Hey, let's make this thing work. How do yeah. we make... So you do what do you need to do? What do you need to do and and make it it work because it's a good product. And I think GCN does a great job presenting the product. There's a few things they need to work out in terms of some of the one on one interviews they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll get there. Right. That that stuff. Right. Right. And and I think that this goes all the way back to our you know discussion about the, you know, just jump into the frying pan, you know, move to Kentucky, you know, lose your job, you know, like (laughs) these things. This is work without a net, man. (laughs) Yeah. This is what I appreciate the NCL for is like they they. This is a hard thing to do is yeah. to, to present this. And, like, the best thing you could do is, like, all right, let's just get it out there. Like, and then we'll, we'll pivot if we need to. And they're yeah. really open to that. Like, they've changed the rules slightly. Yeah. Like, at first there was just one rider getting points. And it was just, like, that's not going to work. You right. know, they need to go a little deeper, three deep. And, you know, yeah. and then they've adjusted the amount of riders, too. You know, before it was, you know, you know they had six out there. Now it's yeah. a little bit less. So it makes it a little bit more interesting and easier to follow with the eye, you know. It's just like so, any product. You put out a version one, a version two. You get the feedback, yeah, and yeah. then you make the tweaks, and then you and then you get the product to a point to where it's, it's there. Yeah, and I think that's gonna be that's yeah. gonna be their success is their ability to pivot and and adjust as needed. Um, mm. But overall, I think they did a good job getting it out there. Yeah. the first one, and uh, and it's just gonna get better from here. And it's I really so. cool. Yeah. This whole the, the whole concept of this league and the co-ed and you know like I and love these that. teams and you're racing against we're racing against the same 
mm-hmm. other nine teams the whole season. Yeah, so yeah. you get this a little bit of brotherhood even, I guess. I was you gonna could say, say you, you know, bond, yeah. You know, hey, yeah, we're we're all punching in, you know, so it's yeah. just like you know, you're chopping wheels, you're gonna have to see him next time too, right? Like so yeah. or even next lap, you know. Well, so you're so, all in it together. That new this that's new right. thing that's right. that you're it's it's a unique experience because because you know a lot of cyclists, right? But you guys yeah. are all part of this new thing that is exactly. very exclusive. And, and, you know, and I'm not just saying that. The reason why I even brought it up is because I felt that for yeah. the first time. I've been to thousands of bike races, and this was the first time I felt like there is a bit of th- – that everyone wants to win still. They're all, like, vicious competitors. But there was a, definitely a, a lightness yeah. amongst it. Like, we would talk between teams, and, like, you know, yeah, I, I know a lot of these guys. You know, I even coached a lot of those guys yeah. that were, I'm competing against, you know. And, That's cool. And there was, a, there was a good brotherhood going on there, and I, and I like that, you know. That's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. you can compete with honor. Um, and at the same time, you know, then when you're done, be friends. I mean, that's the way it should be. That's the way it was when we were right. playing sports. Like I used to like, dude, I compete with guys we, that you, we used to get into it. And then eventually we ended up playing on the same team together. It was awesome. I was like, man, I'm so much happier be, having you on my team than having to play against you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know? Totally. It was a bond so battle. I, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad they're doing it. They're doing it. These huge, you know, metropolitan hubs too, which is mm. great, you know, because that's where the people are, you know, they're going to bring this to people that don't necessarily see it a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So that for people that want to watch this, wh- what are the dates and where can they watch the watch found in the national cycling league? Um, we already, uh, we've done, we've done one in Miami right on South beach. Yep. Uh, and then the, uh, we have, we have two more. We have, uh, uh, one coming up in Denver on, in August and then August 13th. Let me, I just want to, oh, that's make a sure ride that day. day right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, the NCL Denver is August 13th, and then the following week, the 20th, is uh, Atlanta, the finals in Atlanta. And that one's a little bit different. It's yeah. not a classic crit course. It's mm. actually on the Porsche te- te- uh, test track, oh, cool. which is a, pri- a private, like a, a very sought-after racetrack that it's not open to the public. It's oh, private, cool. you know. So you have to have be like a Porsche owner to really have access to that. But they're opening it up for us, and uh, that's going to be more of a – it's going to be just a VIP only crowd um made for tv type thing huh. uh and the course itself will be different too because it's on a on a road track right. so it's yeah so it's uh got a little bit of hills a little bit longer course it's not your square classic crit you know four corner uh city crit oh man well we have we have a nice little track in seattle on tuesday nights of people race. true very similar very yeah. similar actually that's the, the terrain is very similar to that um that's so great, yeah, man. it's gonna be cool. So yeah, on G- and you can catch them on GCN. They're all on GCN, um, and you could uh, watch them on replay if you don't hit them live. Um, but yeah, we got uh, two more coming up next month. That is so great. And then what? And then after that, anything else? Well, we're going. Uh, yeah, we uh, the team is uh, we're, we added a Green Mountain Stage Race this year, which is kind of a regional uh, stage race that kind of everybody knows about, but it's not a huge race. But the big uh, deciding factor to do that is. Um, it's in Cannondale country and Ooh. we're going to, yeah, we're going to do a visit to the Cannondale factory. Afterwards, nice. So nice. yeah. Yeah. Now are you going to be back in town in the fall for the Husky games and all? I, I would very much hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're going to have uh, a great year. They had a great year and they're going to have a better fun. year this year. I love yeah, yeah. going to when, uh, like I loved uh, going to the game with you against Colorado, but now Colorado's mm-hmm. got Dion. So, it's going to be interesting. Anyway, I just yeah, thought, I was yeah. basically was asking, are you going to be back in town for that and also uh, meet the team ride? Are you planning to come yeah. back for that? 
for sure for sure like uh yeah like i said that's those are i'm gonna try to eventually find every excuse possible to, to head back to seattle yeah, yeah man I mean, that's the thing what's great is like you don't have to like you don't have to live here to be a seattleite you are a seattleite right. Yeah, exactly. Through, and, through, uh, you know, yeah. And it's just, you know, my summers now are so busy with the team and yep. just, you know, uh, you know, getting the business going here and, you know, personal stuff and, you know, Wolfie's at the age now where it's like, he's active, you know, which is great. And I mean, it's like, it's pretty awesome. Like he's rides his bike every day. He plays baseball every day, That's you know, great. and he's, yeah, it's really cool to see that, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, between all that, you know, it's a pretty busy summer. So the falls are going to be better, I think. Yeah. Falls, winters, well, you and love springs. fall. You love the yeah, fall. Yeah. I do too, man. Yeah, it's magic. And fall is magic. Yeah. yeah. And you know the the women's team. You know, it's just like it's so funny. Like sometimes I feel like ah, man, maybe we don't do this team anymore. You know, because it's, it's just so much work. You know, but it's just like we're actually gonna do the opposite. You know, we're gonna step it up and and really yeah. bring the team to the forefront. It's you know we've always kind of been considered considered a feeder team. You know, because just because we develop the riders and that's not gonna change. We're still gonna develop yep. riders, but but. Uh, uh, maybe, you know, have a, have a little bit more support where we can keep them a little longer, you know, before, you know, it's like until it's at the top level and who knows, yeah. maybe someday we will make it a top level world tour team. Right. Or you, um, spo- or you th- partner up with another sponsor too. Like, right. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, the thing is we've, uh, we've actually gonna, you know, the decision for next year to step it up is a big one is, um, we just got through filing, uh, for nonprofit status. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a separate a separate sort of business would be the the, the fount uh development uh, cycling team so oh, that's great yeah yeah so that'll be a non-profit and you know just being you know a 501c uh non-profit you know uh, will, it just allows for more money you know more sponsors because you know they could write it off on taxes and yeah. um it, it's just not just a pure donation you know there's a little bit of kickback for them too so well and, and now is this more for like a youth academy or just general in general just development in general, you know, we thought about that too. It's just yep. like, you know, we don't want to be, you know, pigeonholed into just juniors, right, you know, right. just development. we don't want to, yeah. we don't want to do generally U23 and, and even just women, you know, yeah. but it's like, that's, that's where we're at is it's the women's squad right now. And, and it's whether you're, you know, 35 years old or, or, you know, 15 years old, mm. it's still the same program, yeah, you know, it's to it, develop. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's really to get them to the highest level, whether that be the Olympics or world tour or both, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's what your training rides are. So if you think about like we, we all, the men and the women all train together and then, mm-hmm. and regardless of age, obviously I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the whole, on the upper side, but uh, of, of the age bracket, but, um, but everybody trains together and, and you get what you get out of it and, and you hang out, you hang as long as you can, but you're going to get stronger if you train with strong people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Period. And you know, that's the thing is like with fountain, we're always have, you know, be open to everybody, whether, you know, it's, yeah. you know, world tour racers or, or, or somebody that just doesn't even race. Right. It just I wants to. It be a part of it you know yeah, yeah the greg ross right where the in the dabblers you know whoever you know yeah, like, I, we want we, yeah. we just want to make it a lifestyle and fun for everybody yeah. but at the same time we want to like have these focus groups within fount right. so like the women the women's elite team right yeah. it's non-profit yeah. deal where it's like yeah we can make you turn you go to the olympics you know yeah. um but you know if we if this, we want it to be the same thing for you know if we have a junior you know maybe we yeah. have a, a star shiny junior it's like well, what can we do to you know get this person to the next level yeah man i i'm also you know kind of my role is the uh, is an unofficial ambassador for the club yeah. and tout you know what it's given me and then what it you know and and, and the people that are involved because i just think it's uh it's easy to do because it's just giving yeah. so much, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you can't you can't sell ice cream just in a you know a print ad. You know, you need somebody to say that ice cream tastes good. Yeah. You can buy I, some. Yeah. I think, you know, getting out, you know, we're, this is a good segue really quick because you know, getting out in the community, I mean racing, you know, obviously found has a huge presence in the racing community, but we, we're also making a point to get out into other areas of the community, like the Cascade rides, like the Seattle Report. Yes. Rides, and really represent the club and, and, and you know, ride it hard. Um, you know, yeah. and we, we, we approach it those of us that participated last year and that are doing it this year, we, we approach it, you know, as if it was a race or an event, but we're also going to have fun. Um, oh and man. It's, yeah. It's going to provide the challenge um, that we need. But I think that's one thing that we, that we love doing is getting out there. And then of course, a blitz ride um, mm-hmm. is one um, that we've been champion for a few years too. So I just think, I love yeah. the fact the club, you know, obviously huge focus on the racing, the pro team, you know, the high level elites, but I love the fact that you've created a, a, a space for everybody that wants and, right, and what right. what they do within it's up to them. Yeah, I mean all the way down to you know the fixed fixed gears, you know, yeah. like some that's oh, like yeah. a whole new crowd, you know. It's just yeah. like, but it's just, it's the same thing. It's it's riding, having fun on your bike, man. That's it's, what it is. That's and 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 doing it with people that, that have the same passion that you do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the yeah. best part. Like yeah, like you share the experience. Well, there it yeah. is. All right. Well, hey, that was. Uh, we've got more to talk about. We could go all day, but we got. Right, we got a couple episodes th- in. We got we, enough uh, enough stuff for a couple episodes here. <laughs> that's right. We got we got to save some for for um, for the next one. But Rocket, yeah. it's so good to get this going again, and uh, we're gonna have this uh, going every couple weeks if we can. Uh, but yeah. fairly regularly, and as we get closer to the movie, we're going to talk, you know, be constantly talking about the movie, and we'll have some interesting guests on. And you never know, Rockets out there, you know, he may get some interviews with some of these uh, National Cycling League people. I got my recorder. I just uh, got it dialed yesterday. Good. So, so yeah. uh, maybe we can have uh, some of those folks on in the next episode. Yeah, man. All right. Well, hey, Rocket. In the meantime. Uh, you have a, a great time in Kentucky. I wish you the best in your upcoming events. And, uh, yeah, just great to get this thing going again. All right on. Thanks, G. It's great to be back, man. All right. So um want to thank you, Rocket, again for being on. But most of all, we want to thank you listeners for listening. Because without you, we're just two guys sitting in a room talking to ourselves. And it's fun. But it's a lot more fun with you. So until next time, peace, love, music, art, cycling, and transformation. I'm Greg. And I'm Rocket. And this is We Ride Why Radio. We Ride Why Radio. Thank you for riding with us.